Gino and Dave's Fantasy Fiber, where each week we cover current events relating to the greatest fantasy football league, the Kodiaks. I'm Dave. And I'm Gino. We only got five minutes. Let's get this going, guys. Um, so that was, um, if you guys couldn't tell, the voice of the one and only, um, not the loser of the league this year, Scott Bradley. Scott, how's it going, man? It's going well. It's going well. Scott, um, you just got done doing a, uh, what was it? You said 23 hour drive to Altus America to hang out with Charlie and like every other fape that flies C-17s at Altus right now. Yeah. And that's good to be back in uh, Altus America. I've missed this place. It's been about a year. So I'm glad to be back. Are you, are you there for instructor school right now? Uh, that is correct. Yep. I mean, I guess that's just a perfect example of how much the Air Force is hurting that you're going to be an instructor now, huh? I guess. Yeah, that checks out. <laughs> and um, how's the blizzards? They uh, had a lot of snow days. Uh, Erica's not very happy because schools don't build in any snow days up in New Jersey, so she's going to get out in, like, July. But, yeah, it's been good. That's insane. Then, uh, you don't plan on snow days up in New Jersey? Yeah, it's weird, right? Well, at least base gave you a bunch of snow days, too, so. I was going to say, the only day they didn't give us a snow day was during Mobex, and it was the worst day ever, and, like, 15 people wrecked on their way out of base. <laughs> we get those, too. Like, they'll snow day it, you know, a couple times a month, and then suddenly there's like, we're not snow daying it. We have an exercise, and then, you know, you can't get into base because there's so many wrecks on the road trying to get there. Mm-hmm. Sounds about right. Yeah, it's it's it got down to about sixty two this week at one point in California. So I know what you guys are talking about. <laughs> <laughs> I hate you, Gino. <laughs> um, I guess I guess we should have led this off better. Um, this is a special rendition of the podcast in which we are implementing the keeping up with the Kodiaks part that we've been trying to do in the off season. And uh, Scott was lucky enough to uh, get called out by Daly on the last podcast and he answered the call. And uh so let's 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 get more caught up with you, Scott. Um how are the dogs doing? Or how's your dog and then your rat doing? <laughs> the dogs are doing great. They're best friends now. Uh Finley just turned two. Rue's an old soul. She's almost seven, but uh yeah they're doing good. They like New Jersey. What's what's like the one thing you recommend like when if some of us start like when we come through McGuire for a crew so say we got a day and you're not there to show us around yourself because you're on the road hacking the mish what's like the one thing you recommend we go do? Well, McGuire crew rest I've heard is not very fun and twenty minutes around any direction of McGuire is pretty lame. But you've got Philly, which is about. Uh, 45 minutes to an hour, and it's definitely worth the drive. Tons of, uh, cool stuff to do in Philly. Depending, uh, what, what time of year it is, I would have different recommendations, but, um, yeah, there's lots of history. There's lots of cool outdoor stuff. There's lots of good sports teams. Apparently, all the Philly sports teams are good now since the Eagles won, so 
yeah, there's a lot going on in the city. I mean, like, let's say, like, hey, Scott, I'm gonna, I'm gonna hit your ride to the city. Um, I'm looking for your number one restaurant and your number one bar to get delicious, whatever Philly microbrewery stuff there is. What, what, what do you, what do you have us go do? Oh man, well, Yards Brewing is right on the, uh, right on the waterfront. That's probably go to place to get a drink. Um, favorite restaurant. That's a tough one because there's a lot of good restaurants. Oh, oh man. I don't think I have one off the top of my head. I've got like 10. I would recommend. And I've probably got one for every different type of food there is, but cheese steaks. Go ahead. Apparently, uh, I know you think probably Gino's is the best Philly cheesesteak place in Philly, but the people have spoken and I don't think that it really is, but I don't have a favorite cheesesteak place yet. So Gino's cheesesteak is obviously the best one then. Um, I can say it is not the best one. It's one of the more popular wow. ones though. I think you just called you out. You're, you're not the best. <laughs> you're just popular. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's, that's about right. You know, I've been, you know, faking until I made it this, my whole life. So I guess, I guess it just goes along with it. Yeah. All right, Scott. So we heard a little bit about Philly. How is uh, how's Air Force life going for you? So you're in instructor school right now. Uh, what's your next? What do you got on the books for trips? Where are you heading next? Do you know? Um, I sure don't. I'm here for about six weeks, so it's a little bit of a longer course. But I've only flown one tax free this year, so my plan is just fly straight tax frees when I get back. Do you get a lot of uh, a lot of uh, like picking where you want to go? Uh, yes and no. Um, schedule's been kind of weird the last year, kind of surging one month and then slow the next, but, uh, I'm working up in ops right now, system flight commander, so I've got a, a little more sway up there. Um, how, how long have you been at, at McGuire now? Uh, I got to McGuire in February 2016, so I just hit two years. So already looking at a potential next assignment. We'll see what happens. What are you, what are you trying to do? Uh, right now I'm trying to stay at McGuire, um, for at least a couple more years. Erica's actually got a really, really good teaching job. And then she's, uh, she took over the volleyball program at the high school she's teaching at last year. So that's pretty cool. Um, kind of an opportunity that she, she won't really have anywhere else. So. If I can give her another couple years at the at the school so she can teach and coach there, that would be uh option number one. After that, who knows? Maybe uh maybe a little San Antonio action. Um I'm kinda toying around with the idea of going uh, to fly at the academy, but I'd have to find a commander crazy enough to let me do that. Uh a little bit of a career killer, they say, but I think I've already shown my cards uh, as far as that's concerned. So, yeah, we'll see what happens. So is Little, uh, yeah, little is, her, is her volleyball team championship level yet? Because I know she was killing it in Del Rio with the volleyball teams. Yeah, um, pretty crazy. So the school that – so she got hired as a JV coach last year, and um, the team was not very good. And first week of the season, the head coach got – um, you could say she was asked to resign for some weird stuff. 
So Eric O's kind of thrown right into the head coaching job uh, right off the bat. And they actually set the school record for wins. They had the first, uh, first playoff win in school history. So it's a pretty successful first season for, um, so yeah, not championship level yet, but pretty, pretty solid start. What kind of, what kind of steroids are, they, are you, are you giving them? <laughs> Gino, that's why the other coach um, got fired. We can't talk about that on this podcast. Um. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, you guys are in New Jersey. You're on the East Coast, so you got that HGH. You're not actually dipping as low as steroids. You got the, the high tech shit. Yeah, exactly. So I, I, I yeah. got actually, I got in a conversation with this, uh, this dude that's from, I don't know, Connecticut or something the other day. He was trying to claim that um, the East Coast wines are better than Napa wineries. Have you been able to venture out? And um, can you speak to that? Um, no, I man, I have a hard time believing that. Well, we're not real big wine drinkers, but I would not say that there's a whole lot going on as far as the wine scene. And I definitely would not expect it to compare it to the Napa stuff. But yeah, that's weird. He said that. Yeah, I don't know. I was just, I didn't know if you, if like, it sounds like it's a lot of like up country, New Hampshire, I don't know, Connecticut. I don't, I don't, I, I was, I, I'm not good at my geography, what he was trying to describe or whatever, but, uh, yeah, he was, he was talking it up. So I just didn't know if you guys maybe took like some long trips up there into the, what they call it, the Hamptons areas or things like that. Uh, yeah, yeah, we haven't ventured, uh, too much up there. Um, Hoping to do like a little Nantucket action this summer, kind of see a little bit more of that area. Yeah, it'd be pretty cool. It's it's like kind of a little bit like America bucket list for me to get a, get over to the those areas of the East Coast where you know lobster dogs are king and things like that. Other than just you know Bangor, Maine, and that, that's all. That's kind of my own experience. So, <laughs> when's when's your deployment? I was going to go in September, but I think that that fell through a little bit. Enough catching up with the Kodiaks. Uh, we have some big, some big moves, right, Gino? Uh, or Scott, actually, because I don't follow uh, football in the offseason. I follow Pokemon and Rocket League. So if you guys want to fill the people in on what's happening in the NFL, uh, jump in there. Gino? Uh, well, I think, I, think, I think the first and foremost, um, the biggest one to Scott, closest to Scott's heart is RG3 is going to be in the league again. So I'm, I'm only assuming you're going to draft him in like the eighth round on the chance that uh, he gets a chance to play for half a season or half a, a game again. Yeah, I better snatch him up early just in case one of you other guys tries to. Can't be too safe. <laughs> um, and the, but on, I guess the only real news is uh, I think, Scott, you were, you were actually the first one to talk about on the text thread was that uh, Brandon Cook's going to the Rams. I think you mentioned how good the Rams are going to be. Do you, uh, do you, do you see it as a good fantasy impact though? Uh, maybe. I mean, he was kind of unpredictable this year. That's just the standard Patriots offense. I think almost anyone on the Rams is pretty, pretty safe pickup next year, but I don't think anyone's going to be really standout besides old Todd Gurley. Yeah, I mean, if if you have okay, I guess I, we've never yeah, we haven't been able to ask you this type of question yet, Scott. If you have the number one pick of the draft this year, you win whatever contest that Brian and Travis come up with. Who's going to be your number one pick? You think if you had to decide today? 
Oh, that's tough, man. Um, probably Le'Veon. I mean, he's pretty, he's pretty solid. I think that's probably who I'd go with number one, but there's a lot of, a lot of, uh, surefire. I mean, you got Zeke, Todd Gurley, freaking Alvin Kamara is probably going to go number one in some drafts. David Johnson's coming back. Who knows what, what he'll be like, but. He'll put up big numbers, but I think personally I would probably go Le'Veon. Yeah, I can't. I can't blame him for that. I think that's a good call. Um, it's crazy to think that Todd Gurley has a chance to be like one of the first three people picked again after you know like he had a crappy year the last time we did this, and then he came out and did what we did last year, and he's right back to where it was. So um, it's just it's just kind of nuts to see that happen. Although I think we decided the Feld is probably going to keep him, but. Since he wasn't even a first round draft pick last year, Felder can't keep him. He he traded. Uh, who had him? Delaney had him. He traded him. Oh, he. You're right. He traded Gurley, didn't he? Yeah, I think he traded Gurley, but it was a. Uh, I think it was a second round, so it would have been a first round. So it was. It's fair value. Yeah. What? Shoot. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, what if we were like back of the round? Because didn't we? Didn't we have this conversation last time? If he was the back of the round, who would you keep? But he I didn't trade him because I remember Delaney. Delaney's name became Gurfifi, that's right. Yeah. Yeah, and Delaney started crushing people because Gurley went insane. Yeah, yeah, he, he really came on for those last couple games. <laughs> Poor Allen. I, it's going to be the year for him, though, man. All, all of his uh, people he's drafted they might have a chance to be good. Bishop Bishop Sankey's back in. That was nice to hear from Shootsy. Um, <laughs> so maybe, maybe it's Allen's year. Uh, I doubt uh, it. <laughs> I know I want to talk crap too, but I can't because I am the Zacca. So it's like, yeah, maybe it is Alan here. No effing way it's Alan, but I can't say that. Dave, can we just can we just talk about the Zacca Bowl just real quick because you never really did it justice at the end of the year last year. And I know I know it brings up bad memories for you, but that was the most exciting fantasy victory I've ever had, even if it was for second to last place. You deserve to lose that game. A professional football player would have downed that goddamn ball and the game would have been over. But no, they didn't down the ball. They picked it up and they ran it 10 yards to the end zone. And I, I'm i not okay with this. I'm not over it yet. It was so... Oh, man. Just brings a smile you to my face every time lost. I think about it. You yeah, you were projected to beat me by like... You were projected to beat me by like 50 and the old Philly defense just came through for me. Oh, oh God, fuck you, Scott. <laughs> it should be your shirt and your license plate cover. Oh, so side note, I meant to text this out to the group. So there is some controversy, a slight controversy, not a real one, over me putting it on the front of my truck versus the back of my truck. Well... For all those that were concerned that it wouldn't get the the priority it deserved by being on the front of my truck, uh, the gate guards at Offutt Air Force Base have now started commenting how much they love my license plate cover as I drive on the base <laughs> in the morning. <laughs> it's happened That's more. So than perfect. <laughs> so, Dave, can we? I, I want to talk about one more thing about how bad you suck at fantasy football. Um, <laughs> Thanks. I'm starting to think that you only stay in on Saturdays because we still don't get a picture of you outside with the shirt in public. 
It's still snowing. And guess what I'm doing this Saturday? It was a blizzard. I'm going to be in my house. Yeah, see, I think that you keep making a lot of excuses. All right, so (laughs) moving on from my terrible choices of how I spend my Saturdays, uh, I want to talk about the the person I'm most excited about and their changes. So, you know, I think it's – this is going to be a – we'll call it a breaking news. Reported first on GD's Fantasy Fiverr. Des Bryant got cut tomorrow. (laughs) (laughs) Right? We're front-running it so much, he hasn't even got cut yet. But he will be cut tomorrow because his Velcro hands, they lost their stickiness. Like, they have, like, fuzzballs in them, and they can't catch the ball anymore. Not nearly as well. Yeah. I mean, is – what, what is what is Brian going to do when he realizes that Terrence Williams and Alan Hearns are his best receivers for Dak Prescott now? <laughs> well, Terrence Williams is a monster, so it's all good. And you still have that tight end who's pretty decent. So, Oh, yeah. Dude, Witten's going to run around like 800 years old, you know. I, I heard, I heard, a, I heard a, um, a comparison. He runs like... Um, he runs like uh, a guy does who like just got out of the shower... And forgot that he left the stove on and is like running towards the <laughs> running towards the kitchen with the robe on. <laughs> I mean, as long as as long as he doesn't pull a Zach Miller, Jason Witten is gonna be just fine as a consistent mm. fantasy tight end all year. Is that too soon? Oh man. <laughs> like I still like my stomach's a little queasy from what I just said, but I think it was a good joke. <laughs> Uh, speaking of speaking of fanboy teams, um, Scott, are, are you are you happy with Case Keenum being your quarterback now? Yeah, I'm pretty happy about it. I was I was really holding out for uh, oh boy, Kirk Cousins, but I'm pretty happy with Case. I don't know if uh, I don't know if last year was a fluke or not, but I think he'll get the job done, and he's got some some good receivers uh, in Denver still. So I'm pretty excited for for uh, return trip to the Super Bowl this year. Yeah. Probably, that's probably not going to happen, but... Am I going to bank on him? I mean, as a fanboy I am, I'm not going to be... No, I'm for your fantasy team. Be, yeah, I don't think I'll be drafting either of them, especially after what Demarius did to me last year. Really? Because you didn't lose the league, so it must not have been that bad. Yeah, but if I hadn't <laughs> traded Demarius for Tyreek, I probably would have won the league. Let's just be honest. <laughs> so, okay, are you gonna are you going to bank on... like Are you going to reverse that and take Tyreek this year? Like, do you think he has a chance of becoming even better? Or do you think Sammy Watkins is going to kind of muddle that? Well, new young quarterback in Kansas City, right? So who knows what will happen there. Tyreek's going to, I mean, he's a freak, so he's going to get points. He's going to have his breakout games. But um, probably not an option I, I would go with unless I could steal him in, like, the fourth round or something. Oh, there's yeah, no I way. I don't think he'll be Yeah. He's like a, a two-plus, maybe early third, but he is not a fourth-rounder. Well, okay, so what Scott, about, uh, let's, let's... What about Johnny Football? I'm watching him uh, <laughs> play for the <laughs> CFL Tiger Cats right now, awaiting an NFL <laughs> offer. So you're saying you just yeah, he... promised on the show to draft Johnny Football next year. I heard that promise. No, that's a hard no. I hate Johnny Football. <laughs> I love how he's been showing up to these like college pro days like eight years later. <laughs> yeah, what a scrub. Wait, he's not still in college? <laughs> well, he parties at college. He's not in college, though. <laughs> oh. 
So, okay, so Scott, all, all I'm hearing is a lot of no's to our questions of who you think you're going to have on your team. Like, is there any person that you that you kind of think in your head, like, looking forward, like, ooh, this person would be a good person to have on my team, like, then kind of have my foundation for next year? Yeah, I don't I mean, I don't know if I can just give away that, that information on the podcast because... You can, Scott. Scott, every, do you know what every, I... Everyone knows. That. All the time. Trust me, nobody steals our strategies. But they, that's because you guys aren't me. People will steal my strategies because I'm proven. I'm a former champion, Dave. Zero times Zacho. <laughs> Scott, <laughs> I'm going to be honest with you right now. Other than the three of us, no way is probably going to download and listen to this podcast. So you can just say <laughs> your strategies. <laughs> we can always count on Nick Browning to listen to it, can't we? Hey, Nick. That's true. The Reaper is our most valued listener. Most that's low. true. That's true. I mean, Felder probably still listens to it. He just doesn't respond. He just flips it on yeah. and lets his daughter make fun of him for sucking and make fun of him for us making fun of him. And then he probably goes home and cries. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, he's still not answering our texts. So I, I'm, I'm just going to go ahead and call him not the champion. Yeah. He's, well, he's, I mean, he's the asterisk. So. <laughs> There's a lot of questionability of whether or not he won this year, but that's fine. You know, we we really did give it our all, and it it just kind of is embarrassing that we had to ask Scott one time, and four days later he's on the podcast, and we've been begging Felder for like two <laughs> months, so we're done with Felder. Let's just kick him out of the yeah. league. No, <laughs> let's keep him so he can do the Zacco again. No, you so should do him. You should yeah. have Felder and Nick on the podcast at the same time, and then no, just bring up a bunch of political to. stuff. And well, that, that would be, require Felder even responding to it. We would love yeah, to. Scott. That's true. Will not. He hates us. I don't know. It's not like he does any work. He's not a fape anymore. Like I'm sure he's just like goofing off in the ADO office. I don't. I don't even know what a major does down there. Nothing. Dude, they put him in an office with no one else. I don't. I don't know what he. I don't. Like, why go he to work? He probably doesn't even have people to play foosball with, so that's like half his day right there. He can come talk to us. <laughs> so, so Scott, back back to back to not ripping on Felder, or because we could do that all day. Are you really not going to tell us like who you, who you think is going to be like? I don't know, maybe a good surprise or a good foundation piece this year. Uh, putting me on the spot here. I gotta think about it. I think that. I think Brady's going to have another good year because he's stupid. And even though he has no one that we've ever heard of on his team, he's going to be good again. So Travis might be smart to actually use him as a keeper like you guys talked about last week. And I think the Eagles are going to be really good again. So, I mean, anyone on their offense is going to be a big pickup. Um. Which do you guys think is Nick Foles? Is he staying with the Eagles? Does anyone know this? Uh, yeah, as as far as I know, he has not been dealt away. We we still have, if Carson Wentz can be healthy for the season yet, so like he literally will be the backup as a Super Bowl champion. That's crazy. Yeah, good old Scotty Foles, man. So I think I think uh, go ahead. You know, to answer your question, yeah, Scott's not going to answer our question about the Broncos, who he's eyeing. Little <laughs> distracted. <laughs> By talking about Brady, one of our favorite topics. 
So, <laughs> okay, I'm not well, drafting how about this anyone guy? from the Broncos. How about that? Oh, is that is that about, they let me down? Manchester, you got Manchester. <laughs> you cannot draft anybody from the Broncos. I, I can't wait fine. for CJ Anderson. Deal. I can't wait for CJ Anderson to be sitting there in like the eleventh round, and Scott's like, "Damn it, I <laughs> frick, I can't, I can't pick him up." <laughs> frick, frick, oh, frick. frick. <laughs> I swear to Rue. Okay, how about this? How about how about this, Scott? How about this? Um, what about your keeper? Do you have an idea who you want for your keeper yet? Honestly, I might not have a keeper this year. Yeah, your um, team was terrible. I did not have a lot of good options. My team was terrible, not as terrible as yours, it turns out. But um, yeah, I don't, I don't think I'm going to keep anyone. Clean slate for me this year. Uh, well, I mean, Jarvis was still available for you, right? Yeah, but he went to the Browns. I don't even think he's going to be their number one receiver. Yeah, I don't, I don't think that's that's yeah, going to happen. I mean, that's like eighth round keeper, though. Yeah, but it's the Browns. Like, who who's even slinging over there these days? Uh, Tyrod Taylor, man. Yeah, yeah. Never been a great throwing quarterback. Or or Josh Allen after they pick him number one overall. <laughs> yeah, they probably will. I, I honestly, I honestly think the Browns should just take Saquon Barkley and call it good. But that's a whole other topic. Saquon, that dude, I think Saquon's going to be a stud. I call dibs on him. Third round. No, the Browns. Dude, you might like. The Browns should give away. All of their draft picks for proven veteran players who are at the back of their career. It doesn't even matter. Like, they don't need to be gambling right now. They need to play fundamentals, and they need players who have been around. That's what the Browns need. They don't need to draft some new hotness that turns out to be nothing. Dave, all I'm saying is, depending on where Saquon Barkley lands, you might be pulling... You know what you did with Zeke a couple years ago and picking him in the first round. Uh, I got Zeke in the second round a couple years ago. No, it was your first pick over. <laughs> it was your first pick. Yeah, yeah. You were, the, you, you were like the number one pick of the draft, and you picked him. Yeah, you're darn right. <laughs> I was say I was thinking last year, and I had this beautiful plan that I was on the I was on the turn, and I was going to take Zeke first in the second round, and then Brandon just wrecked me. Because he was ninth pick, and Brandon was like, "Oh, Zeke's still available. I'll take Zeke." Well, okay. So back to the Browns, Scott. I'm not trying to influence you into keeping it all because honestly, like, I'd rather you put all the players back into the pool because that's better for the rest of us. But I think the Browns are actually going to be better this year. At least, I mean, obviously they're going to be better. They can't get worse. But you know, bringing Carlos Hyde over, they got Tyrod Taylor, who's a good quarterback, and Jarvis. With, with Josh Gordon, like, I don't know, man. Someone's going to be good. Someone's going to be really fantasy relevant. And Duke Johnson still, like, I think he's still going to be a, a good steal in the drafts. Yeah, I agree with that. But you're going to have, I mean, Delaney's going to take Josh Gordon first first pick overall probably, so he'll be gone. But, you know, Jarvis Landry probably still good in the eighth round, I would think. No, Delaney <laughs> can't take Josh Gordon because Delaney likes to plan his team three years down the road. So Josh Gordon is popped. Josh Gordon is like a real thing now. So Delaney's going to have some deep, deep sleeper that you've never heard of to pick in the first round. 
He's gonna he's gonna pick Tevin Coleman in the second round, hoping to keep him for a keeper in the first round next year after free agency. Yeah, Delaney's a thinker, man. You gotta watch out. Allen is he's sneaky son of the gun. Man, we've spent a lot of time talking about Delaney on this pod. Because <laughs> we're both speaking of which. Go ahead. Speaking of which, you're going to see him this weekend, right, Scott? Yeah, probably. I don't know what his schedule is. I know he's flying tonight, but uh, we'll probably hang out tomorrow, I'm guessing. You guys uh, should go to Charlie's, make yourself a steak, give Charlie a hug for me, and um, you should do a little recording, a little interview for us. We could throw it on as an extra part of the podcast. Yeah, it sounds great. Let's do it. Yeah. All right. Well, I think um, that actually covers what's all that's current in the NFL. So yeah, absolutely. I think to 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 start, you know, wrapping up again to the end of this. Uh, right now, I'm one for two for callouts. So the next callout I want to throw out there is uh, Sir Major Nick Browning. You are cordially invited to come on the next podcast, and uh, Gino and I are going to hit you up and please respond to us. Unlike some people. And, you know, in a month or so, we'll, we'll do another podcast and get you on here. Yeah. Sir Nick Browning, uh, it'd be a, a, a treasure to have you on as an next keeping up with the Kodiak. And, uh, one thing I just decided we're going to start doing that I haven't even discussed with Dave yet, um, is to wrap things up. I'm going to ask each person we interview if there's one thing that you could add, omit or change about the league or the league's rules for the coming year. What, what's it going to be? So, Scott, I'm, asking, I'm posing this question to you now. Um, if you have anything to just help us evolve, continue to become better. Oh, that's easy. Um, my rule would be that everyone gets an effing iPhone because you, these fools like Nick Browning making the text message go green are just really, really bringing me down. So, everyone get an iPhone. Absolutely. Doesn't give us much to talk about, though. No. So I'll just double back. You heard it here first. Des got cut. <laughs> Tomorrow. <laughs> Tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> Which is funny because after this podcast comes out, I mean, it is the 12th of April right now. But after this comes out, it'll be old news. But technically, we said it first. <laughs> Unless he doesn't get cut. No, no, he, and got, then, he got cut. And, Don't worry about it. I'll edit this okay. if he didn't get cut. <laughs> That's the beauty of recording ahead of time. Well, awesome. Um, Scott, do you have any other parting shots or words or anything, you, any shout-outs you would like to make while you're on, on this podcast? Uh, I do, actually. Um, got some exciting news. So we all know Kowtow's having a... Having a baby in September. Alan's having a baby in uh in August, right? So uh I went ahead and decided that someone had to have one in October, so there's that. Having a baby in October. What? Congratulations, people, man. Yeah. Thanks. Congratulations, Scott. Thanks, man. Thought uh thought it'd be a fun way to announce it to the group on the podcast, so that worked out nice. Dude, but, that's uh, that's awesome. Yeah, so. That uh, that leaves November though. So which uh, which one of you guys is going to take November? Got to We got to keep this tree going. <laughs> well, I I I'm trying to raise a puppy right now, so I'm one step at a time. <laughs> <laughs> I 
I'm not sure we should trust Gina with a puppy. So. <laughs> no, that's awesome, man. Congratulations. Um, if everyone in the league keeps having kids, I guess we'll just pass the league on to them eventually, huh? Yeah, that's a great idea. I don't know if I could ever give it up. I don't care about my kid that much. I don't have <laughs> one, but I don't care about him, whoever he is. <laughs> are you, uh, are you, do you know if it's going to be a boy or girl yet or? Uh, we don't know yet. We, uh, we just had all that testing done. So I think we will probably find out pretty soon, but I don't know. Uh, I think we're going to find out for sure if it's going to be a boy or a girl, but, um, yeah, who knows when we'll announce it. Well, that's awesome, man. Congrats. And, uh, look forward to meeting him or her in the future. And, uh, yeah, that's 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 really cool. That's really cool. I'm kind of lost for words. It's awesome, man. Yeah, thank you. I appreciate it. All right, well, we just dropped bombs at the end well, of the podcast. <laughs> yeah, uh, keep, keep it up. Keep it up with the Kodiaks. What's new? Oh, you know, I'm at IP school. By the way, I'm having a kid. See ya. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. All right. Well, I think that's all we got for the day. Uh, we definitely can't follow that up with anything. So, Kodiaks, you stay safe out there, and uh, I love you. See ya! Bye! Intro music is Happy Whistle by Scott Holmes. I was just going to say, for Dave's sake, we're going to edit all of this out, right? Because this is like, this is painful to listen to. No. It, it has to stay in. <laughs>